Hey guys, this is Ian Collins from Snowpiercer, hanging out with Elias on the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, it! it! A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Ian, welcome to the cave. Elias, thanks for having me on. You know, I've been waiting for a few days for this uh, interview. We've been trying to get, try to schedule this for a few days now. I mean, great to have you on. You know, the listeners and viewers that are tuning in, you know, they see you as Tristan on Snowpiercer season three, which we, you know, I can't wait till we dive into that a little bit more. Um, but, you know, one of the first things I like to start off my interviews, man, I want to, you know, like you're a storyteller. You went to the storytelling business. How did yeah. you decide that this is what you wanted to get into? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long journey, if I'm being honest. Uh I started in uh, high school in theater, um, did a lot of shows, uh, enjoyed it, loved it, but actually fell into the culinary arts, um, became a chef, got my oh, red wow. seal, uh, worked in like five-star establishments and resorts and uh, realized something was missing. Um, so I met a friend who was an actor and uh, he kind of got me into the business and I uh, started in commercials and uh, started doing the kind of normal commercial routine that a lot of actors do, and then did the principal work, found a principal agent, and uh, kind of been going strong for wow. nine years. Like, wow. looking back, I recently just uh, talked to my agent and manager and was like, it's been nine years, you guys, nine years. Um, so it has been a journey, but uh, we're here now. <laughs> you ever, you ever uh, when you tell people that, you know, you went into pretty much a, a chef school, you know, culinary arts, like, oh, you got to cook for me. You got to cook for me. You ever get that? <laughs> it's constant. <laughs> <laughs> but like a chef never wants to cook for anybody. Let's be right. honest. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like, or, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, like whenever other people hear, you know, you can do something else right away. It's like, oh, I got to call him. He's got to come over and fix this or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do get it a lot. I get like, can you, can you cut this chicken for me? I get a lot of that. That's, <laughs> is this done? <laughs> yeah, it's done. <laughs> so I, uh, you grew up in Toronto too, right? I'm actually in Toronto right now filming okay. a, a new pilot. And uh, so I'm back home for a little bit, but yeah, I grew up in Toronto. Um, did university out here. Um, did most of my film training out here. Um, so yeah, it's weird. Cause I feel like I'm at home again, but I live in Vancouver. For the past uh, ten years, wow, it's great though because yeah. I've had a, I've had actors and uh, come on the show. And, you know, they're, they're like from Canada and everything, and it's like they love it. It's like I've had a few that are from Toronto, Montreal, and it's like and they like they love living there and they love to travel to Vancouver. Vancouver is like the new Hollywood for Canada, pretty much. It's like everything gets filmed there these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's known as North North Hollywood. It's like the place to be if you're a Canadian actor, and it's a two hour flight uh, from gate to gate, uh, to LA. So that's where a lot of actors tend to move out to. And I mean, it doesn't hurt that Vancouver films everything. So you're already kind of in the tour. Now where's Snowpiercer, uh, filmed? Is that in Vancouver too? Yeah. So it's just outside of Vancouver, okay. uh, in Langley. So it's in the Vancouver area bubble. Yeah. Well, we film awesome. out of a studio called Martini Studios. And I mean, the studio is just it's ginormous. It's yeah. just massive. 
um, director Bong said like he his when he did his movie, it was one train that they redressed. We have pretty much all those trains built, all those carts built that you see Jeez. in like this studio that is just you can lose yourself in it. You really do. Like there's an AD that literally brings the actors to their trailers to each set because they'll be like, go to, go to studio seven. And I'm like, Oh my God, where, <laughs> which one? <laughs> uh, so it's a massive studio, Martini studios, shit, little shout out to them. Cause it's, they're doing a great job. Yeah. Have you ever thought about making like the jump into LA, moving to LA, or do you like just living in Vancouver where you can fly back and forth for projects or even just auditions? Yeah, it's 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 tough as a Canadian actor because you have to have so much to be the to live in LA yeah. as a Canadian. Um, I think about it a lot. I do think about it a lot. Uh, I go down. I try to go down for pilot seasons and make friends and <laughs> yeah. do make connections and do my thing. But uh, yeah, I, I think about it a lot. But I do love Canada. It, it's it's home for me. So. I mean, to all the American viewers, that's a Canadian $20 bill <laughs> behind me. Uh, so awesome. it's, it's just home. Canada's always going to be home. But uh, I do think about L.A. a lot. I, I love L.A. as well. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned you did some commercials, too. Like, uh, do you enjoy doing those also? I've had other, you know, other guests on. But like, when I'm not working, those are so great to do because it's easy money. And then they can go to the next project while they're waiting for the project to start. Yeah, I mean, when you when you have to sign a contract with like a studio, you uh, you can't do a lot of other projects, but there's usually like a little bit of room for a commercial. Right. Um, but then there's the complications, like a lot of people who aren't in the business don't know about like the union. Um, mm. So if you're part of the actors union, um, it's really hard to do commercials. Um, there's not many union commercials in the world. Um, there's lots of non-union commercials. So I, I miss having that step in my career, I really enjoyed commercials. Mm. Um, not because they're easy, but because like, uh, it's a quick two days, quick one day kind of thing. And uh, you kind of meet a lot of people really quickly and you smile on camera and <laughs> you always look great. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I do, I do miss that part of the commercials, but um, yeah, I, I, I wish there was more union ones. It would, <laughs> it would be nice to kind of do more, yeah. Yeah. But I, I missed that stage in my life where I was doing a lot of commercials. I do miss that stage. It was fun. Yeah. Let's talk about your journey into Snowpiercer. How did that happen for you? You've been on it for a few seasons now. And, uh, you know, your characters, you know, as, as, you know, if people are tuning in, your character is getting bigger and bigger throughout the seasons also. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, it's, uh, it has been a journey um, with, with Tristan. Um but I, I, I did the standard audition. Um, I did a local audition for this one. And uh, the character was described as um, Melanie's uh, assistant at the time. Um, and I auditioned for Tristan, got the callback, uh, went to the callback and then met with the directors and the producers and the writers and did an audition for them. Um, and then got the part, like as I was like on my way back home uh, from the studios. And I remember screaming at the top of my lungs because it's, I mean, who doesn't work? Who doesn't want to work with all these right. legends and these like people that are stars and uh, they know what they're doing. They're at the top of their game. Um, so, yeah. And then season one was, it, I was, I was, 
I remember being on set a lot. I remember being on set a lot. And then um, season two was great. And then we're in season three. And I, I can officially say that I'm going to be on season four. So I'm super excited about that as well. Um, but yeah, there, it has been a journey. And just to like flow all the way back, I can be a little bit of a rambler sometimes. But there used to, there was, a, there was an original pilot before our pilot. So I actually auditioned for a completely different character a year before Tristan. Oh, wow. Um, and then that pilot didn't really go anywhere. So um, yeah, I'm happy with Tristan. That's awesome. I'm ecstatic with Tristan. Yeah. yeah. So the, you know, there, there was a movie, now there's a show, but it's also based off a graphic novel. Is your character yeah. in the novels? Because like, I don't read comics or anything, you know, like I, I rather watch the shows or the movies, but I was never a comic person. Do you know anything about this character? So I'm actually the opposite. I'm a huge comic book nerd. Okay. I love comics. Um, so I own all the comics, and there there could be there could be characters that Tristan comes from. Okay, absolutely. But there is nobody named that that fits Tristan's characteristics that are in the right. comic books. Yeah, because a like, good read though. Those graphic novels yeah. are such a good read. You, you got to pick it up because it like it's such a different universe. All right. it, it, it's it's pretty epic. It really is. So since since your character is not really in the comics, so you had to like your input on how to play this character, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and that was like such a cool part about Tristan. Um, I've always played Tristan. Like I found the sides for Tristan that I auditioned with uh, recently in the beginning of the year. I was like going through a bunch of paperwork and I like stumbled on this eight page thing that said Tristan, and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, and uh, I've always played Tristan the same way. Um, I always have played him as somebody who's this fiercely intelligent individual, but with that intelligence, he kind of creates this anxiety and like fear inside of himself. Mm. And then I've also played at the flip of that, which is like, maybe that's all just an act. And maybe that's his defense mechanism against this world that he's put in. Um, so I've, always played him that way since day one I've always played him as somebody who wants to be perceived as meek but maybe isn't that meek so yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited for Tristan I really am and I'm excited for uh, the fans and everyone to kind of see what the progression of Tristan because I've like you've mentioned I, it's been more and more every season so I'm excited for a little bit more to keep going yeah you ever had like the writers or like the director producer come up to you and mean ask you like a question like like what do you think about this scene or how do you think Tristan should play you know play that scene or I mean that's the best part about uh, working on this uh, on Snowpiercer with Graham and uh, uh, the writers is is literally that because they do ask for the input they they accept the input. Um, and, you know, this is the first time that me as an actor, I've been able to work on something for this many amount of years. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's family now. So it's not this kind of like, you know, when you come on as a guest star, as an actor, you're there for a week or you're there for a couple of weeks and you're just, you don't want to step on any toes. But when you're on something for this long, you kind of, it's it's family it's like talking to your uncle mm -hmm. it's like talking to your brother it's like talking to your parents that's, that's great so it's there's love involved in that as well and they know that you love the character as much as they love writing for the character so 
it that's that's literally one of the best parts of working on this show it really is so to answer your question yes it's it's a it is like a collaboration it is it is uh it is feedback and community and love and family it's all of those things <laughs> what what do you love about tristan there's a lot of things i love about tristan i, I like i said how i've always played him i love the fact that he is a survivor I love the fact that his, his perspective on life hasn't really been shown yet, but I've always played him as he's, he's always watching. He's always listening. You know, he may not be doing the right thing at the time, but he's always watching. And I, I think that's a really important aspect of him um, is that, I, and that's what I love about him because I think, and especially in this time, we may not be watching each other as mm. much as, or listening as much as yeah. we should be. So, I mean, I love that aspect of Tristan. I love that he can sit there and, and intake all of this and maybe not say a word and maybe maybe not say a word right <laughs> because he's still <laughs> processing what he just heard. So I think, yeah, that's probably my, be- that's my favorite part of Tristan. Yeah. Um, and I love the I love the shadow mentality of Tristan. I really do. I I like being able. I mean, I stand at six feet tall, two hundred pounds. So like for Tristan to be as big as I am and not stand out and not be like to be able to draw back and like mm. become invisible if he needs to is I, I love that. I I really do. I so, think it's great. <laughs> you mentioned earlier when you first uh, auditioned for it, it said you were the assistant of uh, what was the name you mentioned. Melanie. But they changed it, huh? For Ruth? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. Which I can't even imagine working on Soul Piercer without working with, you know, my number one, my ride or die on the show, yeah. <laughs> Allison Wright. I mean, she's just, she has taught me so much in the last four years. So it's just, uh, I couldn't even imagine Tristan not having, not being mm-hmm. Ruth's shadow. I really couldn't. Yeah. I, I think Ruth's progress in as her character is it, we're going to see an equal progression with Tristan because there's just that shadow mentality that has kind of been created between the two characters. So I, I couldn't imagine being on set every day with, with anybody else. She is just one of the most talented people and educated people I've ever, ever met. Yeah. So, Yeah. How do you, how do you know, how would you describe that chemistry now between your two characters on the show? Yeah. It's, uh, it's changed over the years, right. I think. Um, uh, personally, and I mean, the character wise, um, but I mean, I've always written down um, when I started working with uh, the character Bruce, there is like a kind of parenting figure there. Mm. Uh, Ruth is, always been Tristan's protection like you know his fails his like mumblings Ruth has always protected him from seeing what is actually happening in on this train so yeah it's I don't want to say parenting because she's not old enough to be Tristan's parent but like it's definitely there is like a aspect there Ruth wants to take care of Tristan Mm. um and I would love to see that, you know, explored more. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've always, I've always seen it that way. 
Yeah. But personally, I mean, me and Allison are great friends. I love her to death. So. (laughs) (laughs) So now like for the, for the people that are tuning in to watch like season three, like, what do you want? Like, what do you hope you expect to see from the reaction from the fans this season? The fans have already been amazing. Yeah. Already amazing. Uh, The fans of the show are just so they they're able to connect with what we're actually like on set it's just this loving community that uh snowpiercer is i and the fans have kind of chimed into that and mm. it's actually kind of it, it's 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 amazing because there i don't i i don't want to shout out a bunch of people but there there's like 10 people that constantly talk to me about the show because i'm a fan and i'm a fan of the show so when i'm reading the scripts i'm reading these scripts like 10 times over being like oh, <laughs> that's going to happen oh my right. gosh that's going to happen uh, because naturally that's why i got into acting is because i'm i'm a fan mm. so i i love talking with the fans of the show because it is it's like talking with the other actors it's like talking with the producers because we've been able to create this special thing this bond of like love and community and family with Snowpiercer so I mean the fans have chimed in on that and mm. they're part of the family as well so I mean it's great when you film the episodes do you guys film one one episode at a time or do you actually do different scenes from different episodes yeah so we do what's called uh block shooting okay. um so we don't shoot episode by episode right. we don't shoot chronologically we shoot um scene by scene Okay. Um, so it is important to also be able to be, that's why I think everybody laughs on the show. And that's why everybody does so well is because we're all such great actors. Like you have to know what you did mm. three weeks ago to be able to yeah. continuity that. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was trying to remember, like when you said reading the script, I was like, okay, like, you know, you're in your trailer and you're like, okay, here's episodes one through three. They pretty much give you the whole season at once. Don't they? Oh, no. No? no. So how does it work? No. <laughs> um, so they usually give you, uh, so they'll give you the beginning of uh, the blocking, which would okay. be like block A, which All is right. usually episode one to three. Okay. And then within that block, you'll be shooting different episodes uh, per right. day. Okay. So it's definitely not like, it's so tough now. Like there's, you have to get everybody, especially on this show, there's such a big cast. So you can't shoot chronologically. It would be impossible just to have everybody available uh, from that time to that time. So it's, we shoot, we block shoot, but uh, yeah, it's, it's still, it's, that's kind of like the fun part of it to kind of do, do a shoot from like episode three and then go back and be like, yeah, my work kind of adds up. Like that's what I, that was the right response. That's what I was supposed to do. And we have such a talented team of producers and writers that they know, they, they all, they're like, oh, I don't know if you would have done that. So that's that community <laughs> part. And that, like, you know, the, do you, we got it, we, we're connected. Yeah. Do you go back and watch the episodes when they air? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm a fan. I watch that's it awesome. every Monday night on TNT at nine o'clock, yeah. <laughs> every Monday. Uh, and then I watch it again uh, on Netflix. It's mm. one of my favorite shows. Um, so yeah, to answer that question, of course That's I awesome. do. <laughs> you, you mentioned you know you love comic books. Would you love to work on DC or Marvel someday, or even if it's a small role, a big role, or give like a yeah. 
like a superhero yeah. role maybe that you would want to play someday? Yeah. I mean, I always say Cyborg off the top um, okay. because it, Cyborg was probably one of the first representations that I read mm. that looks like me. So uh, Cyborg would be my one. Booyah. If you ever read the comic, that's what he says. Um, <laughs> but I do... I, I would love to be part of the Green Lantern Corps as well with uh, with uh, um, DC. But I mean, Marvel, I would sell my left arm, my pinky toe <laughs> <laughs> to to play to play any X-Men, really. I mean, the first ones that come to mind are Spike and along those lines. I would I would love to be part of the Marvel uh, movie universe, really. Uh, it's mm. It's something that I fan out a lot of. So it would be like the epic dream of that. So yeah, both of them. Why can't I do both? Right. Are you looking forward to the new Batman movie? Oh, it looks so good. Looks so good. Um, I'm excited for, uh, I like I like villains. I'm, not, I'm naturally drawn to villains. So I'm really excited for uh, Catwoman. I think we're going to oh, get an amazing Catwoman. Yeah. I think yeah, we're going to get an amazing Catwoman. I didn't even think Catwoman. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Like what I've seen so far, I'm like, oh, she's going to, she's going to blow us out of the water, isn't she? She's going to do really good. It's probably going to be her so. movie. Yeah. It looks you know, good. Hey, you know, looks you never really know. Good. I mean, the, what, totally. what, from what I've been reading, it's, you know, like it's going to be very dark. It's not going to be your usual Batman that we've seen in the other movies. So yeah, I hope so. Which is what we like, which is the world we're kind of in right now. So it's kind of, I see it's going to be great. I think it's going to be good. Let's I hope so. pray together. <laughs> I can't have another bad Batman movie, please. So uh, now what's next for you now? Because I, I saw online, you know, you've been, you filmed some TV movies also for uh, GAC, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I work with GAC and Hallmark a lot. Okay. Um, I, I do love those movies. I love that. Again, you know, we're talking about the Marvel universe and the DC universe. There's, there's a Christmas uh, movie universe, you know, Uh, it's kind of this world where everything is beautiful and a little bit more simpler. Um, Mm. And I think that's why the audience is so drawn to it. And I think that's why me as an actor, I'm drawn to it because I like being earnest. I really do. I, I enjoy playing earnest characters. So I love them. That's that's like the best thing I could say about them. I I I hope that I'll do five this year again because wow. I I, yeah. I generally like working on them. Uh, it kind of reminds me of theater as an actor because we're doing like fourteen pages of dialogue a day. Mm. So it it really does like it gets my theater chops up again. It gets me missing theater. <laughs> so it's it's good. I really enjoy them. Yeah. Is there uh, anything on your bucket list for 2022 that you want to try to 2022, accomplish? yeah. I, there's so much I want to accomplish this year. Um, I don't like putting too much pressure on myself, um, but I am I'm, I'm auditioning for some of these great, great projects. And I'm, I, I'm, last year was the year of me being like that guy, like mm. the guy of like, oh, you were right there um so i'm hoping to be you know right there i'm hoping to be that guy um but also without a vain response i just want to i want to be happy i think it's been a couple tough years for everyone and 
I think happiness and joy is really important. So um, yeah, 2022 is about happiness and joy. I just there found you. that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad I helped joy. you with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're my therapist now. I love it. <laughs> uh, Ian, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on uh, social media? Yeah. So uh, please uh, tune in with me uh, every Monday up with Snowpiercer on Twitter at IC. Oh, sorry. At Collins dash IC on Twitter. And then you can follow me on Instagram at fresh underscore Collins. Ian, right. this was great. Uh, thanks for coming on. Let's get you back on for season four and any other projects. Please, yeah. I would love to come back on. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.